0: This is State House News. This podcast is a production of the Center for Community Solutions and features content from the Hannah News Capital Monitor. For a complete version of State House News, as well as other programs and publications, please visit CommunitySolutions.com. Thank you for joining us. This is issue five, and today is Thursday, February fifth, twenty fifteen. Beginning with a news conference led and emceed by Governor John Kasich on Monday and continuing through a four-plus-hour presentation by his budget director, Office of Budget and Management Director Tim Keene, on Tuesday in the House Finance Committee, the administration this week continued its rollout of the proposed budget for fiscal year sixteen seventeen. 17 Perhaps the biggest news came Tuesday when Keene predicted the state will end the current fiscal year, fiscal year 15, with a $970 million surplus based on current information. Legislative Service Commission Executive Director Mark Flanders corroborated that, testifying later in the day that that number is even higher by $29 million according to the estimates of his economists. That would put the estimated surplus at just shy of $1 billion. In addition, LSC predicted $385 million more in tax revenue for fiscal year 16 and fiscal year 17, and $167 million less in state funds only Medicaid spending for the same period that OBM used to base the proposed budget on. This gives legislators another $500 million over and above the governor's proposal for their priorities. Two years ago, the House and Senate split that amount, allowing each chamber to fund its priorities. But House Finance Committee Chairman Representative Ryan Smith told reporters Tuesday nothing has been discussed as yet this go-around. Keene did say the administration has suggestions on how to use the fiscal year 15 surplus. Turning to the next biennium, Kasich launched the third state budget of his career by proposing another $500 million in tax cuts, including eliminating income tax on small businesses with annual gross receipts under $2 million and a 23% income tax cut for personal income tax rates over the biennium. Titled Blueprint for a New Ohio, Kasich called the proposals a 360 proposition, saying it would benefit all and require responsibility by all. Overall, Keene said the proposed budget totals sixty eight point five million dollars for all funds in fiscal year sixteen and seventy point two million dollars in fiscal year seventeen. For just state and federal general revenue fund dollars, it is thirty five point three billion dollars in fiscal year sixteen and thirty six point nine billion dollars in fiscal year seventeen. The state general revenue fund sees an increase of about 4.2% in fiscal year 16 and 4% in fiscal year 17, with Keene explaining some of that is due to incorporating the Medicaid expansion into the general revenue fund, or GRF. The tax changes would be paid through better management of programs as well as a host of tax increases and changes in other areas, including raising the state sales tax to 6.25%, boosting the cigarette tax by $1 to $2.25 per pack, and raising the tax on other tobacco products to a level equivalent to the cigarette tax, and raising the severance tax to 6.5% when sold at the wellhead and 4.5% when sold downstream. The commercial activity tax, or CAT, would also see its first increase since its inception, going down from 0.26% to 0.32%. The sales tax would be expanded to include services such as lobbying, market research, consulting, debt collection, cable subscriptions, parking, and travel. Kasich said the budget fits into the five values that he has outlined during his inaugural speech, personal responsibility, empathy, teamwork, family, and faith. He outlined the reasons for the tax changes by saying if there is no growth in the economy, the state can't do all the things it wants to do. He said he believes small businesses are the glue, holding the community together, and ending income tax for small businesses with receipts below $2 million sends a message to young people who want to start a business that Ohio is the place to do it. The latest round of proposed personal income tax cuts will take Ohio's top rate down from 5.9% to 4.1% since Kasich took office. Lawmakers in the General Assembly balked two years ago to raising the severance tax. On Monday, Kasich again made the case for an increase, arguing that the gas and oil industry has avoided paying what it should over the past four years. He also said by moving to a consumption-based economy, by raising the sales tax, it gives people the chance to choose what they want to spend their money on. The governor's proposed budget also includes the creation of a committee that will review the more than $8.5 billion in tax expenditures made by the state, a proposal that has long been urged by a number of groups. The committee, made up of legislators and public members, will be reviewing a portion of the tax expenditures each year over four years. The budget proposal includes a revised school funding formula that Kasich said would take into account income as well as property value and target funds to districts that have lower values. Governor John Kasich, when asked at Monday's news conference about the premiums being proposed under his budget for childless, non-pregnant individuals with incomes between 100 and 138 percent of poverty receiving health through the Medicaid program, explained that, in part, that proposal and others in his budget are intended to restore legitimacy and strengthen the social service network, adding that the welfare system is under attack here and elsewhere in the country. Kasich said he believes such recommendations allow us to be more successful in the General Assembly. Office of Health Transformation Director Greg Moody and Department of Medicaid Director John McCarthy. Both said that the premium proposals do not raise that much money, but does allow the individuals to become accustomed to paying a monthly amount, which McCarthy said would run approximately 15 to $22 a month, approximately the same amount individuals pay on the health exchange. This is how it works in the private sector, Moody said. Governor John Kasich is again requesting that he be allowed to deliver the State of the State address outside the state capitol, this time in Wilmington in Clinton County in the District of Ohio's new speaker, Representative Cliff Rosenberger, on Tuesday, February 24th at 7 p.m. He designated the location in his annual letter to the General Assembly requesting the calling of a joint session to receive the message. According to Kasich spokesman Rob Nichols, the story of Wilmington is in many ways the story of Ohio. Hit with hard times and an unemployment rate of 14.4% just four years ago, the people of Wilmington and Clinton County came together and persevered, attracting new business, growing their economy, and reducing unemployment to just 5.8% today. Kasich has delivered the annual State of the State address in previous years in Steubenville, Lima, and Medina. Some excerpts from Happenings from the week of January 26, 2015. At the first meeting of the House Finance Committee Tuesday, a tentative schedule was released for the committee's and its subcommittee's deliberations on the fiscal year 1617 budget. The budget is due to the legislature on Monday, February 2nd. There are three budgets that will be acted on, the main operating budget, the transportation budget, and the Bureau of Workers' Compensation and Ohio Industrial Commission budgets. The schedule shows the House voting on the operating budget on Wednesday or Thursday, April 22nd or April 23rd. House Republicans introduced priority legislation Wednesday for the 131st General Assembly with top issues including workforce training grants for in-demand jobs, charter school regulations, reducing business filing fees, changing the statute of limitations for rape when DNA evidence is available, and oil and gas unitization. Senate Republicans also outlined their priorities Wednesday, focused on 10 areas including jobs and opportunity, education, deregulation and college affordability, Medicaid sustainability and water quality, among others. And some notable quotes from around Capitol Square. This committee is weird because I feel like I am sitting on the wrong side of the room. Representative Denise Driehaus, during the first meeting of the House Ways and Means Committee, which will be intermingling the seats of Republicans and Democrats for committee hearings this session. And I will start putting a nickel under my pillow waiting for the tooth fairy the next morning, just so you know. Governor John Kasich responding to comments from Kentucky Governor Steve Bashir during a press conference announcing a bi-state partnership to renovate the Brent Spence Bridge. Bashir had said they would be thrilled if the federal government found a way to fund the project. Thank you for joining us. Please visit www.communitysolutions.com for more information and other publications.